Welcome everyone to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Steve Sears. We are comedians living in Hollywood, bringing you the fun and funny of wrestling each and every week. And this week was oversaturated, overloaded, filled to the brim. Your Brito charcoal is just pouring out from all the wrestling that occurred just in the Barclays Center. Yeah, that's three nights, four nights of wrestling? What was it? 40 days and 40 nights. That's right. In the Desert Barclays Center. That's a place that's never seen wrestling before, except for the time it saw wrestling before. Mm Mm-hmm, that's right. And so there was that, uh, there's stuff on Impact, there's stuff going on everywhere. Championship Wrestling from Hollywood had some major event going on, that was their fifth anniversary show. Um, But beyond all of that, what's even more important than that... Our wrestling jerk correspondent Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes has a special interview coming up later on with TNA Wrestling's Robbie E, former co-tag champion of Bromance. So, yeah, so we're talking about all kinds of stuff, talking about EC3, retaliating about the comments that EC3 made about him previously on the show, and uh, what's what's going on with his hair, and um, some words about us. Ooh, choice words, I hope. Choice choice words, Steve. Both of us, Scott. Both of us. Oh, boy. Steve, both of us. Oh, so man. you're not going to want to miss that. That is a great interview coming up later on the show. So, um, there, there's just so much to cover. There's there's just so much to even talk about. Would you That's say that crazy. your summer has been slammed with wrestling, Scott? Would I say my Brooklyn has been taken over? Steve, would you say that your Monday is raw from wrestling? I can tell my ass cheeks are raw from all that sitting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was a lot of sitting. Like y- your wrestling events are never quite shorter than an hour. It's always pretty solid sitting times. Yeah, this was two hours and twenty minutes for NXT. Mm-hmm. This was three hours forty-five 55 minutes. minutes. Was it forty-five? They still had like fifteen minutes left. Yeah, so it was like three forty-five for that uh, for SummerSlam, and then. 3.15 for Raw? God. Uh, the, I wish I paid attention to math. I know I would know what the total is. The biggest swerve that they could pull in professional wrestling in WWE is when they show the little graphic in the corner saying that, like, the year and, like, the pay-per-view copyright and stuff. Yeah. When you know it's, like, it's really over. It's just put that on five minutes early, too soon. Ooh. And then just have uh, something crazy happen right after that. <laughs> and you do that, uh, uh, wrestling fans' brains uh, will turn to jelly. <laughs> There's a weird moment in NXT because I want to say the main event basically started when the show would have been over. And then they started bragging about the fact that, hey, if we were on a pay-per-view... We'd have to be done right now. And uh, my brother was telling me he was watching it because he really digs NXT. And he goes, I had to stop watching because I still had shit to do. Yeah. Like I had carved out the time to watch this. Just because you went (laughs) over doesn't mean that that worked out for me in any way. Hey, don't brag about this. I had plans, all right? I got twin boys screaming. Don't get all uh, in my face about how you can go over time. I had my schedule. I I stuck to my schedule. Yeah. Good for you for just going, ah, we'll do whatever. Oh, great. A 45-minute time limit. Wonderful. Well, I hope you totally go over. And then the next night on SummerSlam, they go under. Yeah. They were going four hours gonna be four hours i honestly they probably had to make up for it because they went over before they probably did you're cutting into our wwe network original programming <laughs> it is so important to us 
Look, Heath Slater Socks is a very great animated show, and if people are going to cut into it, I don't even know why we're spending the money to have a creative team. Oh, man, if that was a show... Heath Slater Socks? Yeah. Is that like sock puppets of Heath Slater? Yeah, it's you know, the Rock and Cotton. The Rock and Cotton? <laughs> what is that? It's just the Heath Slater gym sock that's go like that's just always trying to get that one gig where he can get his band to play uh, Battle of the Bands. <laughs> Heath Slater does a voice. Zack Ryder does a voice. Um... Ray Mysterio does a voice. Sin Cara is the is the voice of the air conditioning unit. They hire Ray Mysterio back specifically to do a voice. Hey, look, programming's got to be controversial if you want those eyeballs, Scott. Yeah, you really got to hire those masked luchadors to do voices. It's super important. Hey, Ray's got a very unique voice. He does. He has a very unique voice. And often you think that voice isn't as powerful as it is because you can't see those amazing eyes that he has, but it stands on its own. It does. It does. Um, and a special shout out to Chris Fraticelli, Chris Frat thirty one on Twitter. Did you see what he did? Did you see this? Did you see about this? No, I didn't. My phone's been dead almost all day. Uh, this for happened, weeks. Yeah, for my phone's been say, dead for weeks. It's, it happened before this. Yeah, I my I don't have a phone. Well, here, let me show you what he did. See, Whoa! Look at that. Yeah, Steve, look what happens when you look at our Twitter. Huh? That official referee has got an awesome devil horns and a curtain jerk sign. You mean bull horns? What'd I say? Devil horns. Yeah, bull horns. Um, Give him the bull horns. Yeah, uh, Chris Frat thirty one uh, on Twitter made a curtain jerk sign and had the fortuitiveness, uh, fortuitivity. Uh, he's basically smart enough to figure out don't put podcast in the title there because whenever you have podcast on a sign, apparently at a WWE show, they take those signs. Well, now it just looks like a clean cut Bray Wyatt and he, um. And now... Uh, uh, an anorexic Seamus? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so he brought the sign, and I saw it in the opening of the show. What? Yeah. Oh, man, uh, put it on our special edition DVD. <gasps> Shh! Yeah, DVD, where podcasts live. Yeah, it's for your beer so you don't leave rings on the table. Exactly, yeah, it's a good coaster. So thank you for doing that, That's Chris. so awesome, thank were you people, so much. Were people going, like, oh, what is that? What is comedy wrestling? Or were they just telling you to put your fucking sound <laughs> side down because they couldn't see the stage? Put it down, dick, I'm trying to see Bailey. <laughs> uh, oh, man, wouldn't that be great if Bailey fans were, like, just the most angry violent people like if bailey fans are the equivalent of raiders fans oh that'd be awesome hey look i didn't just put my side ponytail on the side because i think it's cool i do it because i like bailey headbutt i'm a hugger from behind (laughs) joke out (laughs) yeah she has those uh i'm a hugger Mm t-shirts and uh i was told by dale rutledge friend of the show who was there said there's a lot of guys that had them and said it in like a really positive, nice way. My mind just went to really dark places that they went out and then went in public like, Hi, um, uh, table for uh, one, but I just, uh, do you see my shirt? Do do you see my shirt? Uh, yeah, I see your shirt. Um, now, I take it, is there going to be someone joining you this evening? I'm a All right, well, I'll uh, check in with the kitchen, see if we can put together maybe a a, a pork chop bag, something, or maybe a couple flowers that we can tape together and make it look like a person. Maybe you can hug that. Hug me now and give me crayons for my placemat. Well, I'll bring some crayons and some bread by the table. Yes! Oh, score, dude! (laughs) Yeah! E-C-Dub! E-C-Dub! Yeah, I'm going to hug my dick tonight when I'm all home alone. 
sound like he had a stroke at the end of that he one. He did, and then he died. Oh, boy. Bailey fans dying left and right from hugging their dicks all by themselves. Uh, well, I mean, that's kind of a crass general 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 generalization. <laughs> oh, like or is it a general stroke. realization? My God, oh. what a breakthrough, Scott. Well, I'm a Bailey fan. You like Bailey? I like Bailey. Ah. Uh, Okay. I uh, One of my roommates, uh, well, Troy, who uh, doesn't buy DDP yoga, he pointed out on the podcast recently that I didn't call him out for uh, buying DDP yoga. He still hasn't bought it. And he hates the movie Judge Dredd, it turns out. Loves Dredd, hates Judge Dredd. He doesn't like the Stallone version? Doesn't like it at all. Did Troy ever get those keys back to that poor girl? <laughs> what? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Does this have to do with Red Wings? That's been on my mind all week. <laughs> That has been that has <laughs> sickened my dreams and turned them into red shining nightmares. Hey, look, you know, in World War Two, those guys who got that big red one patch had to see some serious shit to get that patch. Okay, that was a that was an elite fighting outfit. But sometimes that's what it takes to get that patch. That is not what we're talking about. It's an extended metaphor, but uh, I was just wondering if Troy ever got those keys back to that poor girl. I don't know what that means. There was those keys, those mystery keys at your house. Oh, yeah. He did. Yeah? Yeah. Was it who he it thought was it was? It was key. Oh. Yeah. To his heart. It was his girlfriend. It was his girlfriend's key. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he, he still hasn't bought DDP Yoga. Um, I'm going to put a Facebook post on here uh, soon saying, like, what would you say to Troy... To get him to buy DDP yoga, even though it's been nine months from the time he said, I'm going to get it very soon. And let's burn a couple examples of things that you could ask Troy, like, who are you or why didn't you buy it? And more really direct the questions to really focus when he is going to get DDP yoga. He says soon. That's what he says. But he hates Bailey. He hates her. And Troy's one of the nicest people I've ever known. And she is a sweetheart on TV. She's an absolute doll. And he just hates her. Well, maybe he's just pissed because he couldn't get that key back to her. Oh. And she's like, I don't want it anymore. Hugs? And he's like, I just need you to take this key. Well, fans love her. I think she's crazy for it. That match that she had was was quite a good match. She healed up instantly after it was over. Good for her. Nothing was hurt. Oh, what a backhanded compliment. Yeah. Well, especially from a hand that was injured throughout the whole match, and then she grabbed the title with it. So good for her. Scott, dedicated actor, a slave to the craft, if you will. Falsehoods. I find these to be falsehoods. Your eyes are telling me truths, but your body and your consistency is that of lies. Yeah, when I'm there at a show, I, I put on my actor cap and then stand up when I see something wrong, and I go... Liar! Or you do the classic, like you're wearing the green turtleneck and you jump the railing, but you just slowly pace back and forth, and everybody in the ring is waiting for you to just blow their minds. Stop! 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 stop. Uh, you are being put in a submission hold. Do you know what that means? It means you must submit. Yes. Give up. That's why she's asking you. Ask her. Give up. And what do you want? Do you want to give up or do you want to keep going? Because if you want to give up, you can tap. Yes. But if you do not want to give up, give the finger. Yes. Give the finger. And pass out. Which was awesome. Oh my God. Was that? Oh, I told my wife about that match and she was so excited because she is like a total Undertaker fan because she's like, I don't think he was supposed to lose at WrestleMania. Something (laughs) went wrong. And I told her that's, about that's so I told her about this match, and she was like, "Oh, that's really cool!" So they can have another one. And I was like, "Exactly, they can have a third match now." People are upset. People are people are calling it a bullshit finish. But people hate it. 
People hate it. Look, guys, guys. Yeah, no Why close. else would you buy Over the Limit <laughs> if not for the Undertaker-Brock Lesnar uh, match number three? Well, as funny as that reference is, I don't know if that's around anymore. Uh, Well, his name's The Undertaker. I think he's going to be around forever, Scott. <laughs> oh, okay. I got you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm i all for it. I don't need it to be a WrestleMania. I say do it sooner. I say do like Survivor Series or Hell in a Cell where we're going to be. Ooh. And then we get passes to do some interviews and talk to The Undertaker about it. Because oh. that's who they'll wheel out for us. Uh, have there Hey, ever... guys. Really good to see you. Real big fan of the show. Uh, hi. Dick joke. Dick joke. Dick joke. My name is Dick joke. <laughs> dick jokes. Hi, I'm Richard. Look for dick jokes. Hi, I'm Richard jokes. Uh, I'm here for my press passes. Um, so that's WWE. That's what's going on there. But there's there's stuff still going on in TNA. We got Robbie on the show later today. There's, yeah, there's, there's other wrestling out there. There's good wrestling out there. Yeah, there's very good wrestling out there. TNA's got a lot of stuff going on. EC3 still undefeated, still the champ. That's a big deal. That's a way big deal. That's a soup's big deal. Uh, Chris Melendez is. What do you mean? No, I don't know who that is. Didn't I thought he went to jail with his brother? What? Kyle. Who do you... Oh, wow. <laughs> deep cut, huh? A little too no. deep, huh? No, no, I'm not offended by things unlike yourself. Uh, no, oh, what I... a backhanded compliment, Scott. I'll take that. <laughs> no, uh... You're... What, do you, you think you... <laughs> uh, is my outdated reference of twin brothers who murdered their parents for the insurance money from the 90s too deep? No, I was wowed by the fact of, like, they were just had escaped my mind for all of time. I don't think I thought about them until this exact moment besides the last time I saw the cable guy. Is it, were their last names Melendez? Menendez? Oh, that's totally different. Were they both Kyle and Lyle? I don't know. I think that was Cable Guy. Yeah. Eric um, Roberts. Uh, no, he Eric Roberts plays it in the made-for-TV movie. Ben Stiller is the guys. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very impressive. She's gonna go home very, and daily hug my dick. Very impressive, Scott. Um, no, it isn't. I assure you. Um, uh, so what are you talking about? We spent forty-five minutes the other night completely talking about how Parenthood is a perfect movie. <laughs> There's no shame in that. Sergeant Chris Melendez uh, was trained by the now now WWE uh, tag team again, the Dudley Boys. Okay. Um, and he's only got one leg. Oh, this sounds very familiar. <laughs> ah, a one-legged wrestler. I've heard this before. A current one-legged you wrestler. You thieving of Zach Gowan. Yes, that's called bit stealing. No, I, I've heard about him. He's great. Yeah? He's really, really good. Um, and he's intense. Like, Zach Gowan was interesting to see. Um, but this guy's really, really skilled. He's built like a wrestler, right? Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. a big dude. Um, and he's got a way cool sort of bionic leg but he can go without that leg um so he's there he's fighting eric young and eric young wants his leg his leg is on the line oh boy isn't that rad isn't yeah. that so fucking that's what we love that's like no are that's serious that's the weird carny shit that really is like oh wait shit for real yeah like <laughs> You get to wait. What's Eric Young gonna do? I mean, with they're him? like, he's really gonna beat him to death with a giant corn dog. Like, that's the stipulation. That's what's gonna happen, Scott. We gotta get tickets. <laughs> we gotta get tickets to the leg match. Oh my god, that's really wonderful. That's really great. Like, that's those are those kind of majestic wrestling moments that really kind of make you go, ah, oh, mm-hmm. ah. Oh. 
Carlos, you guys are really happy, huh? Oh, wow. You guys wow. are real happy with what's going on. Uh, Bobby Lashley, uh, thank you so much for joining us. I didn't even know you were going to be here today. Um, well, I just heard all this positivity coming out. I just got real mad. Well, Scott and I are very excited, Mr. Lashley, about SummerSlam and the amount of wrestling we got to see lately. And uh, Sergeant Melendez, a one-legged wrestler, his leg is on the line. Doesn't that... I mean, does that make you angry? Yeah, would it make you happy if a heart was on the line? Well, I mean, granted, I think a lot of guys have their heart on the line every time they step into that ring. Yeah, there's a lot of broken hearts backstage. I don't know if you know that. Things are really difficult right now backstage. You know, I didn't know that. I'm not familiar with the business. I'm more of an outsider observing it, almost like a wrestling observer. Do you know that Jeff Jarrett's back with his wife, Karen? I did know that. It's the uh, Global Force Wrestling Invasion of TNA. Yeah, guess who's also backstage all the time? Um... Kurt Angle. Oh, man, he's great. It's really uncomfortable because their marriage didn't work out. Oh, wow. And now he's the new guy, and they have to hang out all the time and see each other. And then the kids are like, hi, Dad. I mean, Jeff. And then they see their dad, and they're like, hi, Kurt. I mean... Dad. Oh, boy. Well, does this make you uncomfortable, Bobby? It sounds like you're probably stuck in the uh, uh, in the uh, uh, back watching this happen, and you're just sort of watching this terrible, awkward situation happen. Yeah, it makes me real mad. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Hey, look, are you angry because of how uncomfortable the situation is, or how you are you feeling bad because of how Kurt Angle must feel? Or? I'm feeling bad. I'm feeling sympathy for Everybody, everybody's just trying to have a good life, uh, and the, sometimes people just get real sad. But and then that's not the worst of it. You got Drew McIntyre back there, and also Taryn Terrell. Drew, is he still going by Drew McIntyre though? He's going by yeah, he sure is. Well, I thought he was going by something else because he Drew McIntyre was. Oh, that's what I call him. Yeah, he's Drew Galloway. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. tried to change his name so that way Taryn wouldn't recognize him, but she noticed him for who he is, and they had a falling out too. A boy is just real tough when that happens. You just see two lovers that just don't get along anymore. Well, it makes me mad. <laughs> oh, careful, Mr. Lashley. Careful, Mr. Lashley. Look, that is a particle board table, so please be careful. Look, you're telling me all this stuff. I haven't... I haven't watched TNA so long, I forget about the people that are involved, and I feel like that must be, like, really emotionally affecting to you if you're going to be in the back and you're seeing this happen. Yeah, just seeing love falling apart left and right, everybody fighting all the time. Why can't we just have, why can't we just have some good, good loving and good kissing and good hugs? Oh, gee, they make me real happy. Wow, Mr. Lashley, I feel like I never hear about these things that make you happy. I feel like, is that something you want to see in the ring? Or do you want to still keep that intense action in the ring and have that sort of violence there? But in the back, maybe some sort of positivity, some sort of affection? Yeah, Angelina loves shit around with me. Uh, oh, well, I mean, hey, look, if, if you want to go for it, man, you might as well just try can to you, get her number. Can you put in a word? Uh, can you, can you? I'm probably thinking of the wrong beautiful person, honestly. Angelina Love. You don't know Angelina Love? She's in the beautiful people. I know you watch wrestling. Don't you watch wrestling? Well, I mean, off and on. Enough to have a podcast. (laughs) Sounds like it's not a lot, really. I mean, that that makes me mad. I watch SummerSlam. That that makes me mad. You were at a SummerSlam, right? Yeah, a long time ago. I don't work there anymore. Oh, you get me mad? Uh, Okay, look, look, Mr. Lashley, Mr. Lashley, look. Angelina Love, can't you put in a word for me? I'll put in a word. I mean... Do you know who she is? Yeah, she's in TNA. She's... Yeah, she's really beautiful. I, mean, I Yeah, I bet. Whenever I see her, I just, you know, I get really, really, you know, my palms get sweaty. And, you know, like, uh, 
you know, I, I need some Kleenex to put in my pockets so that way I can, you know, wipe off all the sweat. Mm-hmm. And my words, they, you know, they evade me. Mm-hmm. And then I just get really mad and I start breaking things around her. Oh, uh, see, yeah, that's going to lose whatever uh, cool points you uh, had with her. Hey, hey, Bobby, 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 uh, Bobby. Just, Bobby. I, I like her so much. Bobby, Bobby, just, Bobby, 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 Bobby. Take a deep breath, buddy. Deeper. That sounds really shallow. <laughs> Bobby, this, uh, your lung capacity must be so shallow for your voice to be that high. What do you mean my voice is high? Ooh, Bob, uh, Mr. Lashley, nothing. What do you mean my voice is high? You didn't. Are you saying that's why Angelina Love won't go out with me? I, I didn't even know she wouldn't go. High. I didn't even know she wouldn't my go out. My I sing baritone. Don't you mean bass? No, I sing baritone. Uh, I wish I could sing bass. But no, I sing baritone, which means I can sing some bass parts and some tenor parts. Oh, uh, so you're a daywalker. What is that? What? Whoa, whoa. What does that mean? Is <laughs> oh. that some Wizard Snipes Blade sort of Yeah, it was, a, it was a Blade reference. That's not cool. Why is that not cool? Are we playing a race card right now? It's not a race card. Are you saying Angelina Love won't go on me because I'm a black man? It's a more of a mythological race card where you he's like... You think I'm ha- unreal? You think oh. I'm a demon? No. Oh, I'm so mad. Bobby, 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 please. Look. What? <laughs> stop biting the table. You're, stop biting it. If you bite it, then the table will collapse. We won't be able to record. I just need, but will you pass her this note? I will pass her this note. Will you pass the note? I will. And then play that game mash with her. Ask her, like, who she'd want to marry and, you know, what kind of car she want to drive when she's older and what kind of food she want to eat for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. Will you play that game with her? I'll play that game with oh, her. Oh, thank you. And okay. then will you give her this little square thingy that you, you pick a color? One, two, three, four. Oh, the future teller. Yeah, the future teller. And then, yeah. like, pick a color. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll just... Blue, B-L-E. Do you want me to fill this out? Because these all look blank. I, no, put my name in it. Each one of them. Okay, each one's Bobby. Bobby. Lashley. Bobby. She might think Bobby. it's rude. Bobby. If Bobby. she thinks it's Bobby rude, Lashley. then it's all over for me. Lashley. And I'm, I'm done. Lashley. And then I'll have heartbreak. Lashley. And I don't want heartbreak. Hey, look, buddy. I, I got nice your back. Lady. Bob. <laughs> now who's playing the race card? I am. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Bobby. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, Bobby. Oh, wow. Scott. Yeah. Every time Bobby Lashley stops by, I feel like I'm always in trouble, but then I always feel like I learn a little bit more. He opens his heart a little bit more each time. He does. Yeah. And it's an angry, angry heart. Yeah. It's like a little emoji with a, a unhappy face <laughs> inside of a heart shape. I can't handle these emojis right now. Yeah. They're everywhere, and I don't, I don't even know how to get them. You want to feel old, Google what the emojis mean. Everybody already knows. I don't know how to get them. I don't know where to. My, I don't think my phone comes equipped with emojis. You might have to install them. Oh boy! I just figured out how to install Hulu on my phone so I could watch wrestling while driving. Well, that, my friend, is helpful. Yeah, watching wrestling while driving. So where is do you put helpful. your phone when you're watching? Like in your lap, so people can't see it? No, no, no. Then that's that's dangerous. <laughs> no, I put it up on the dash in front of the uh, speedometer. Nice. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty Which good. I was watching, uh, yeah, the Dudley boys are back. And on Raw? Yes. I saw something along those lines. <laughs> something along those lines? I was reading. You were reading? A book. Yeah? <laughs> Somebody drove by and was yelled. It the, and, were you reading about the Hardy boys adventures and then going, what if the Dudley showed up? <laughs> Somebody just drove by and yelled out of their car, hey, the Hardy boys were on Raw. <laughs> And I was like, that doesn't make sense. No, that, that, that's good. And then another car drove by. It's like, don't you mean the Dudley boys? And then the first guy drove back around and he said, yeah. They're back. 
Uh, and they they picked on the uh, the uh, the, uh, the, the Ascension the New Day. Oh no, nobody's picking on the Ascension. Uh, Xavier Woods did this amazing thing on Raw. He had a trombone. Did he play it? Yes. Well. Yes. Oh, that is and then so cool. Towards the end of the match, he was playing taps. Oh, that is so awesome. They're getting so good. They're that's the thing. Like they're they're always getting better, and they're becoming even greater all the time. Now the Dudley Boys came in. It's like. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to root for you. I'm who rooting was, for New Day. Who was feuding with uh, New Age Outlaws? Who did the... Was that with... Uh, I know S.H.I.E.L.D. did some. That was at WrestleMania. Yeah, but it was also the where they kept trading the straps back and forth. Oh, you mean at some point in the 90s or 2000s? No, no, no. In the last year. The last two years. Oh, the Usos. The Usos. Y'all say Us and then people go... So. Where? <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, Cool. Very cool. <laughs> what the fact that the Usos and the Outlaws? Fought? Honestly, I think I'd, I'd rather see Dudley Boys versus the Wyatt family. Yeah, and now they got the new Wyatt guy. Because then there's something that's sort of weird and militant uh, about the Dudley Boys that would be very. It's like Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original versus the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remakes. Right. Yeah. Who did you think that guy was gonna be? Did you see him when he revealed when he's standing up there on the apron with a black sheep mask? Honestly, I thought it was Eugene once he took the mask off at first. I thought it was Snitsky. Yeah, it looks like one of those guys where they've just got very Greek, bad guy, barbarian faces. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> How can I not say mentally disabled? Uh, they just had very soft features. And then it was like, when that big guy started moving, I was like, oh, wow, I forgot that people could be that big and move so fast. Do you remember a guy by the name of Brock Lesnar? It's a different big. What? what yeah. Is, what? Like, so Brock Lesnar was, like, always cut, and he was always built well. Yes. Like, so his knees wouldn't buckle. They wouldn't, like, his he, his legs didn't go out at the knees the same way Batista's did. Like, Brock Lesnar is, like, the proto-human in the sense that he's a big guy that looks like a very strong average-sized guy who's very strong, who's just been enlarged in Photoshop. Like, Brock Lesnar all around, like, his physicality seems the most proportionate for being that big. And other big what? guys, like the Big Show, sometimes kind of looks like a jelly bean with hot dogs sticking out of it. Like, there's sort of the gigantism sort of effect of the really big guys. Right. But you think Brock Lesnar looks proportional? I think for being that big, he looks like his body can handle that sort of weight. Weird. Yeah. Like, it, to me, like, he was the first time I'd seen a big guy that big who actually could move and his body seemed like... It wasn't constantly in pain. Does that make sense? Yes. And then this guy, he's, he seems very similar in that sense also, but he's they're doing the kind of big guy, big guy effect with the pot belly and sort of... Do you know this guy's name? No, I don't. I don't either. They said it like three times and I go, it's it's something like, you know, strong pornman, you know. Uh, tiny. Just call him Tiny. <laughs> it's the Wyatt family. Call him Tiny. Call him Pork Chop. Oh, uh, I like Pork Chop. Yeah, that's great. Give a big guy a, a tiny sounding name. Yeah, everybody's getting a first and last name in the Wyatt family, and it takes a while to take it in, because it took me forever to learn Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Oh, I can't. I still don't know who's who. <laughs> well, it's because you don't watch, so that makes it difficult. I like both of them a lot. I know that I like those names and the people that are affiliated with them. Sure. I don't know who's who. Uh, I think the other thing is they shouldn't have last names, because once you join the Wyatt family, your last name should be Wyatt. Why? Or you don't, like... They're not as boys. I think there's something about that sort of culty sort of, like... Your name is either brother or brother Luke or brother whatever, I feel like. Because having the last name seems like 
as a charismatic cult leader, Bray wouldn't let you have a last name. Oh, no Does that identity make sense? for you, huh? Yeah. But he allows them their identity. But, like, there's, there's, he does allow them that, but I feel like there's something really cool about the way Bray Wyatt would say Daniel Bryan. He'd just say Daniel or whatever. I feel like there's that aspect of, it's the same way CM Punk would call Randy Orton Randall, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something that can be done in that way also. Will we ever see a member of the Wyatt family without a beard? Do you think there'll ever be a guy who's like, hey, I want to join? It's like, uh, you can't. Grow a beard. Honestly, that's how they should, like, punish them. They should, like, shave the beards in a match. Like, you know, like you, it's a hair versus hair match. Yes. They should be forced to shave their beards. And then kicked out? I don't know. Maybe something like that. Look out, WWE creative. Yeah, look out. Steve Sears. A lot of baby face chins coming your way. It's just a lot of guys who you're like, oh, they look weird once now that I can see their chins. Like, oh. Allure is gone. Yeah. You you uh, luchadors have had your masks removed. And then they get lucha beard masks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they get the fake ma- fake beards. That's not good. That's bad. That's real bad. I think bad news. Serious bad news. See what I did there? Speaking of bad news, yeah. Scott. Uh, Twitter is up in arms. Oh, you hear no, about the arms of Twitter. They've got pitchforks and torches. Are those emojis of arms and pitchforks and no, torches? No, I'm talking about actual pitchforks and torches. Mm. Hunting down the Frankenstein monster that's escaped, which is the controversy of Wade Barrett's new Twitter handle. I think I'm having a stroke. There is so <laughs> much lead up in that. And the furthermore... I was, it was a Desmond Wolf promo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it really was. And Miss Tangle, uh, also, this is how you make bread pudding. Oh, man, this is going to be so good. This is really cool. Oh, man. Uh, So, Bad News Barrett, as Steve uh, said a lot about, uh, he he is um, on Twitter. He has changed his name on there. He's still at Wade Barrett on Twitter, but now he's Stu Bennett. Is that his real name? That's what I've been told. Do I want to fight, figure this out? And <laughs> Do I want to fight you for it? No. Do I want to fight you for it? No, I don't want to do that. I'm well, a... maybe his new character is Stu Bennett, accountant of British royalty. <laughs> but he's a king. Yeah. He lost his kingdom? Stardust turned on him. And after the match of losing to those guys, you know, Neville and such, the, it's all it's all over? I don't know. You know, Obama took a week-long vacation at Camp David. Maybe. Uh... Did he change his Twitter? No, but he released the Spotify list. Maybe Stu Bennett is going... Yeah, he changed Obama to just Barry. <laughs> Barry Obama. Yeah, Barry Obama. Oh, I've got some bad news. Oh, Mr. Wyatt. Uh, think what? I think here. We were just talking about you. Mr. Wyatt? Oh, wow. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, I've got some bad news for you, which is... I'm sorry. You don't even know who I am. Wade Barrett, Stu Bennett, I apologize. I, we were talking about the Wyatt family earlier, and I just couldn't. I just was still thinking about him. I've got some bad news. Well, sounds like I lost another fan. No, no, not no. just the WWE creative <laughs> team, and not just Vince McMahon. But it sounds like I also lost Steve Sears, professional podcaster. No, no, Mr. Of Barrett. Of the States. Wade Barrett, I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm sorry. It was an honest mistake. No. Oh, it was an honest mistake. Things are going rather poorly. I've heard so. Scott and I, one of the first things we meant. Are you was, sure that that's his name? Who, Scott Narver? Is it? I don't know. It could have changed it. 
Who knows? Maybe that's Tom Anstey of wrestling memes fame. Scott, are maybe you... that's Christian Rosenberg of independent wrestling fame. Scott, perhaps that's Johnny Lacosto. Scott, are you Scott? Yeah, I'm Scott. I know this. Okay, yeah, I, he's just really laying into me, and I just wanted to assure oh, him. Oh, the sexless one who's gonna die that way. Oh, what, Johnny? Johnny LaQuasto? That doesn't sound right. You're calling me Johnny LaQuasto no, now? Okay. I'm Wade Barrett. Look. I'm King Barrett. Well, then who, Mr. Barrett. Barrett, is Stu Bennett? I don't know. You don't know who Stu Bennett is? Because he seems to be your new Twitter handle, sir. I've received a letter from WWE Creative saying, Last chance. Dot, dot, dot. Stu Bennett. Wow, are I you... I think it's my last gimmick that I'm going to get. Are you implying that sent... this is the last gimmick you're going to get and you have to make the most of it? Yes, I'm being sent to NXT. Ugh. And I'm now Stu Bennett. Mr. Barrett, I am so sorry. Well, do you even have any idea? That is not my name anymore. <laughs> what is it? I have made it publicly clear that my name is now Stu Bennett. Oh, well, Mr. Bennett, Stu, buddy, boobola, come on. <laughs> What is this? Are you that guy in Die Hard? Oh, the guy who wants that Coke? Yes. Look, I can close any deal. I just need a little bit of the old booger sugar. I lost my crown. Where is it? I lost it. I just flat out lost it. I don't know where it is. Are you sure someone didn't just find it by catering and take it back to WWE props? Well, if I knew, I wouldn't have lost it then. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's in the last place you look because that's where it fucking is. I get it. Don't let anybody tell you that, Mr. Bennett. Stu... We love you. Curtain Jerks loves Wade Barrett. They love Stu Bennett. Are you sure that that's what this podcast is? Oh, uh, I don't, don't. It could be WTF with Mark Merritt. No, this could I'm... be Smodcast with Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher. Mister Barrett, I'm going out of my way to let you know how much we here at Curtain Jerks we love you. We think Wade Barrett or even whatever Stu Bennett turns out to be, you're always going to have our support. We think you're fantastic. I don't know what I am anymore. There's been all these appearances I've done on your podcast when I said they're going to change my gimmick, and then they did. They changed it all the time. It's all a reality. I know. We joked about it. We joke about how many different gimmicks you'd have, and they've actually done that many different gimmicks with you. It's not fair. I do everything really well. It's true. You have been the best team player. You are the best team player in... Uh, Nexus, if you're not with us, you're against us. Yes, you ran with that and you made it awesome. The core, I made that mildly decent. That yeah. was tough. And that, that was, was an uphill battle. That was a disappointment waiting to happen and you made it watchable. Wade, you've always done the right. You've always done right by the company and we've always been impressed by you. But they have shuffled you from left to right, from left to right, from up to down. And I'm not surprised that your head's spinning. It's really tough. Since they brought in Sting, they just don't care about me anymore. Oh, man, Sting's back? Yeah, he's back, and he's got the jacket that I used to wear. Oh. Just across my shoulders, and then he threw the rose away, and he says, I'm going to use this. Is that cool? Yeah. And I and I, and I just got all nervous. and went, no, this is not really cool. But uh, Of course, WWE can't have any two gimmicks that are too similar. Oh. Uh. So if he's wearing his weird, creepy, purple band leader shirt, uh, trench coat, you can't wear your super awesome raincoat. I don't know what's going to become of me. I'm not a king anymore. They took that away. I don't have bad news anymore. They took that away. I'm now Stu Bennett. Just a generic 
wrestler. Hey, maybe Stu Bennett's like a, a, a British banker, right? And you're just always going out there, just collecting the tariffs. And when they can't pay, you make them pay. I don't like it. No, oh, come on. You've got it's tiny no. little horn room glasses, and you're always wearing a three-piece suit. I can't wear glasses with this nose. Look at how crooked it is. Yeah, you'll have I don't have John Cena's plastic surgeon. Yeah, you'll have two lenses over one eye, I suppose, with that nose. But... I have to put two monocles together and put a piece of duct tape in between. Well, you know what, Stu, Wade, no matter what, you've always got two fans here at Curtain Shakes. Uh, I want to let you know that. Can I, can I put out a message to everyone listening on your podcast? Yes, the airwaves are yours. Uh, dear Ring of Honor and TNA Wrestling. Hey, do you, just your hands are shaking. You want me to hold that for you? Oh, yes, if you please. Okay. Uh, dear TNA Wrestling, Ring of Honor, and other federations out there, my name is Wade Barrett. I can do anything really, really well. And if this goal goes tits up, well, I am available to work for you. So please contact me on Twitter. You see the name is Stu Bennett, but it's at Wade Barrett. And I've got a large following and I can do anything not disappointing for you. Thank you. Feel better? No, it was really bad news. Yeah, that's terrible news. I'm, terrible news. I'm sorry, Wade. That's really terrible news. For you. Hey, free burrito for you in the guest breakfast lunch. I get a free burrito? Scott, to, that was to Wade behind you. You just stood, stepped in front of Wade in the microphone. Yeah, free burritos are claimed by those who claim the burrito. Look, you've already got the Scott's burritos dash. Yeah, and now I, I made you that shoebox and everything. <laughs> Thanks. It feels like a coffin for my burritos. <laughs> well, if they're in there, that means they're dead, and the next step is you devouring them. That's right. I don't bury things. I burn it. Eat a I dead in the furnace. Uh, Robbie E. of TNA Wrestling. Robbie E.'s rocking it out. He was in the King of the Mountain match not too long ago. Uh, on Impact Wrestling, and he's just tearing things up there. And Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes talks with Robbie E. And let's go to that interview now with Tom Anstey and Robbie E. Right, we are back on the podcast, and uh, joining me right now is a man who is the broest bro of all the bros. I think that's fair. Robbie E., how you doing? Is there, is, that, is there such a thing as the broest bro of all the bros? Let me think. Let me calculate that. Okay, I think so. That's right. That's a good introduction. But hey, I also uh, want to stop you there and real quick let you know that um, even though you can't see it, I'm sure you could feel it through my voice. I did my hair for your show. So oh, that was just wanted to throw that out there. You know, I'll, I'll just get to this. I was, I was holding this towards the end, but I've been, you know, watching TNA recently. Has your hair gotten, a li- has it leveled out a bit or am I imagining this? I feel like it's little out a bit. It's little out a lot. It's like it used to be about eight. Not only is the color my normal color, and I don't have crazy weird highlights in anymore, but yeah, I've chopped off about what six feet off the top of that head. I mean, is is that helping aerodynamics when you're flying around the ring? I mean, you jumped off a cage recently. Yeah, it's a lot lighter. I dropped about twenty pounds now that the hair is gone, and plus, I mean, it's a new me. So I felt like with a new me, I needed a new haircut. Plus, my fiance hated my hair, and she made me do it. So, fair dues, fair dues. Um, well, you are you're over in the UK at the moment. Um, you've been uh, wrestling a few shows, I believe. Uh, how, how's that been? Anybody you've seen in the UK that you've been? Oh, I like him. You know, wrestled. Um, 
Well, I've been here for 10 days. The shows, the seminars, the crowds, the fans have all been great. I love coming here. Uh, as for that, I'm not going to lie. My memory is like shot. I get hit in the head a lot with chairs. But uh, <laughs> so to, I don't really remember names of people, but there has been some talented guys. I just, if I told, if their name's Jack, I'll probably say it's like, John and get it wrong, so I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> right, <man. laughs> but all the guys would be cool, and then there's definitely some super talented ones that I saw. I just don't know who. <laughs> I'll, I'll let it slide. I'll let it slide this time. This time. <laughs> ne- next time I'll be quizzing you. So if we talk about Robbie E. in general, you you were am I am I right in thinking that you were in TNA at the at the very start? Like you wrestled a few matches right at the beginning. Is that right? Like years, years, years ago? Yeah, like when TNA first started. I did some explosion matches only, kind of like at the time that were tryouts. Yeah. And so well, so you, you were there kind of right at the beginning, and then you kind of, you come in at 2000, in 2010-ish, I want to say. Um, and, you know, so you've been there five years solidly, but you've been in right at the beginning and then seen the last few years uh, in person. Um, what, what would you say is the current state of TNA, I guess? Because, you know, we've got Global Force, we've got... Um, the transition to just uh, destination America. Like, is this a transition for TNA? Is like establishing new stars, things like that. How do you see yeah, it? I, mean, the thing is, I don't know if 2015, like the cool thing to do is just hate on everything. You know, it's not just TNA people. I feel like people in general, baseball, football, everyone just only wants to look at the negative stuff instead of the positive. I don't know. Like everyone's so angry and like, I live in my own little Robbie <laughs> E world and I'm happy about everything. Like if you told me right now, I lost, you know, 500 bucks out of my wallet, I'd be like, well, all right, at least I have another whatever in my bank account. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, there's no need to waste your time being so angry and negative. It seems like everyone is about everything, but especially TNA. And I don't really get it since they started. Everyone's been like, oh, they're, they're going to close this year. They're going to close this month, this and that. And it's like, guys, like, we're not going to close. We've been here. Everything's going good. Dixie Carter's awesome. Yes, we switched television networks. Now we're on a not another national television channel. Like, we're, you know what I mean? They're making it like all these transitions and stuff. They're making it like they're just so bad, and I just don't get why. And then they're saying that this, this is bad about it. It's like, look at our roster. We have some of the best wrestlers in the world. When TNA has created some things that have never been done in professional wrestling, the X division, six-sided ring. I mean, this is where guys like Samoa Joe and AJ Styles and all these guys made names for themselves. Like, I don't know why everyone wants to be so down on TNA. As far as the current state, um, everyone's on the kick that the locker room, the morale so down and everything. We actually joke about it because it's opposite. You know, every for us, the wrestlers, nothing's changed. You know what I mean? It's all the same. We switch TV networks. Big whoop. I mean, it is what it is. The show's still awesome. The talent's still awesome. You know, it's still my job to be a pro wrestler for TNA, which beats, you know, being a police officer or a fireman. <laughs> I don't know. I'd rather be a wrestler. It seems cooler. So I don't know, my life's still good. You know what I mean? You know, this is what, because I'm always on the train of just be positive about everything. So I completely agree with you there. But like, I've seen so much good stuff in TNA. I mean, uh, you in the Bromance, for example, absolutely love the Bromance. Um, I was uh, DJ Z when he was with the blah, 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 blah. Like the, the second he did that, I immediately became a huge fan of him. <laughs> uh, you know, there's been EC3, Spud's been on the rise. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's, there's a lot of amazing things. And it's like, you know, in anything, there's going to be good or bad things. There's going to be stuff to complain about, sure. But then there's also good things. And it's like, you know... <laughs> 
I, if you go back and watch wrestling in the 90s, the late 90s, WCW, whatever, some of the stuff, I mean, watch some of that. How could you say TNA is, <laughs> is you know, like, go watch some old wrestling. Like, I just don't get it, but it is what it is. Yeah, I've been, I've been re-watching the um, Attitude Era on the WWE Network, and I've been watching these things and, like, Oh my God! What the hell's going on here? This isn't how I remember. Seriously, it. did we like that stuff? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's my God. Crazy. Besides some of the, you know, the original divas that were there at the time, what else is cool to go back and watch? Yeah, good God. Yeah, the the, the, the uh, lots of bikers in in leather clad doing big boots is what seemed to be most of the, <laughs> in the early nineties. Um, all right, well let's let's uh, let's move on to the next bit. Uh, recently on Impact, uh, you. Um, well, it seems like your stock personally is rising. Like, you know, you're still a bro, but you're now bro-manless. No, no Jesse, no DJZ. Uh, you took a big dive off the uh, the top of that cage. Uh, what is the future for, like, Robbie E? We, we see, you said it. We're seeing a new Robbie E. What's, what's the new Robbie E, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it's a new me, but it's still me. It's just a different side of me. Instead of worrying so much about telling jokes and being a funny guy, I'm just going to show that I can wrestle, which I've always been able to wrestle. It's what got me to the dance. You know, it's why I made a name for myself on the independence before TNA. Hmm. And, you know, I'm a former X Division champ, television champ, a two-time tag champ. And uh, I think it's now time that I set my goals on the world title so I can be added to the short list of Grand Slam champions. Because, uh, you know, that would be an accomplishment. And that's uh, where I'm headed. It wouldn't be too shabby, would it? But the other thing is, you know, you've had this this change of heart on television. How How is it being a good guy for a change? Because, I mean, you've been a bad guy for five years. I am right in thinking that, aren't I? I think it's cool, you know. Like I said, the feud with Jesse showed a different side of me because, uh, you know, what he did to me, trying to end my career and everything. But uh, moving forward, I'm still going to be Robbie E. Just, you know, maybe not as mean and more focused on wrestling. Doesn't, I'm still going to be funny. I'm still going to tell jokes and everything. I'm just also going to... You know, worry about wrestling in addition to that. And, uh, you know, I get that the fans um, disliked me for five years, so that's why I know I got to prove myself. And that's why it's things like jumping off the cage or whatever I got to do to get them behind me. And I think with them behind me, that will lead me to world title shots. Okay. And um, I, I'm going to move on now to uh, EC3 because uh, I did, did a podcast with him uh, a couple of weeks ago. And one of the things he said about you was that you trick you trick him into stealing things from service stations. Can you elaborate? Uh, he is a thief. <laughs> he is a he is a undercover scumbag, and he tries to lead people on to be like he's this perfect goody two shoes guy. <laughs> and then when they turn their backs, he looks at me and makes this crazy face like ah, I have everyone fooled. And then those people turn back and then he goes back to his straight normal face. Like he's that guy. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I did trick him into stealing donuts in England. And I actually just posted a picture at Robbie E impact of my, on my Instagram of the, uh, donut stand that he stole from because i was there earlier today so shall we shall we call the police now and get them get them yeah it's too late it was two donuts but he in his defense when we were here uh last tour he tried to uh pay the krispy kremes their money later but they were closed so we couldn't do it fair dues fair dues i suppose <laughs> and <laughs> ec3 just as ec3 but now you know he's the, the former the former Derek bateman who didn't really get much of a shot not not really a shot at all and he's been allowed to run in tna and he's now i think probably the best bad guy in wrestling at the moment like how, what do you think of ec3 as the competitor ec3 as a tna wrestler i think he's 
in shape. He's a good looking dude. He dresses well. I like listening to him speak. He's entertaining. He's good in the ring. You know, he's the full package. You give credit where credit's due for that. You know, he's a 10. He made himself a star. He deserves to be a star, you know, and uh, we have a love hate relationship, but I'm proud to say that, you know, I think we are buddies and he's, you know, he deserves what he's getting. Okay. And, um, you, uh, back to you personally, like, um, over the, the, the X amount of uh, years that you've been in TNA, have you got a, you know, a personal highlight or is it just all one long chair shot to the head ride? Honestly, I think the biggest highlights of my career have been, uh, you know, when, when, when I've won a title, I think those always stand out when mm. I beat Jay Lethal for the X Division title, a turning point, one of my first matches that stands out turning point 2010 and at turning point 2011, I won the television title from Eric Young. And then, uh, you know, when me and Jesse won the tag titles first, it was at Bound for Glory, which is one of our biggest, it, it is our biggest pay-per-view mm. of the year. And then I'm um, again on a one and only pay-per-view in uh, Japan. We won our titles back from the Wolves and uh, Kaz Hayashi and uh, Kundo and a uh, three-way tag. So, all right. Um, so we are we are slow, we are we are running out of time. So I'm going to just get get a couple of thoughts on the uh, Curtain Jerks uh, host Scott and Steve. So, what's your opinion on you know Scott Narva? If you were to cut a small promo on him, maybe. I mean, after just listening to him talk and hearing his voice, you know, only uh, one word. Well, it's really, is it two words or one word? I don't know. Really comes to mind, but douchebag. Is that one word or two words? Um, I'm going to say that's two words hyphenated. Okay, yeah, I wasn't that good in high school, but I did graduate <laughs> and I do have a college degree. But yeah, what a douchebag. Uh, he definitely doesn't have hair like me. Just hearing his voice, I know that he doesn't dress well, he doesn't tan, he doesn't get laid often. So I'm just, this guy's a total tool. You need to kick the hamster to the curb. All right, and, and, and what about Steve? Steve, Steve, uh, Steve? whatever he's all right he's all right oh robbie it's been it has been a an absolute pleasure talking to you um where can people find you on the instagram and twitter at robbie e impact official website robbie-e.com and then of course impactwrestling.com you can check out my profile on the roster page to get all information on me and upcoming impact wrestling events boom um, yeah, and I think that should about do it. So thank you very much for your time. All right, cool, man. Take care. All right, thanks very much. Thank you, Tom. Anthony of Wrestling Memes, uh, facebook.com slash wrestling memes. Uh, also on Twitter, at wrestling underscore memes. They're the best wrestling memes out there in uh, all of the internet and uh, they're really super funny and there's a lot of great ones from SummerSlam and everything um, and thanks to Robbie E what a great guy really seems like a cool dude to hang out with yeah he's alright I guess you know maybe I am a total tool and I don't have hair like him and I don't dress well and I don't tan and I don't get laid often and maybe I'm a douchebag from a good guy in wrestling. This is another good guy <laughs> that lays into me. We had Rockstar Spud, good guy. Robbie, good guy. Ethan Carter Third. I totally get it. If he wants to lay into me, he's a bad guy. But Scott, how did he know about your hamster that you left out in the sun by the curb? Oh, I don't know. I've been periscoping a lot lately. <laughs> That's the fucking worst thing you could periscope. I don't get it. Why? Of TNA... The roster is slowly just tearing into me. Hey, look, sometimes they just got to cut that promo, and sometimes they got to pick the choicest piece of meat to aim at, buddy.
I guess so. You're that choice cut. Um, really? It really feels like I'm the fat thrown to the dogs. Oh, no, 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 no. The fat that's thrown to the dogs? That's comedy. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it was pretty funny what they said, I guess. So, tell Robbie thanks for being on the podcast and thanks for laying into Scott. A real douchebag that doesn't dress well, uh, have hair like him, tan, or get laid often. Honestly, the, one of the first things I was going to tell you today is I thought you looked really good. Yeah, thanks. Well, he's... And you are fucking tan. That guy can't see you. He was basing that off your voice. You've got a very untan, bad hair voice, but your hair in person... Soft. <laughs> well, guess what, Robbie E? You have a fiancé, soon you'll be married, and then the sex getting cut off, buddy! From every uh, couple that I've ever talked to that's married... It just starts to dwindle away, pal. Hey, look, you gotta spice things up. And that involves... Pictures of me. Oh, boy. (laughs) Speaking of which, it's time for Jerk Tweets. Yeah! (laughs) Follow us on Twitter and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Cyber Aron, Cyber Aron, A-U-R-O-N, says, Hey, why are we bothered by Cena's five moves of doom and not mad at Lesnar's three moves? Does Lesnar even have three moves? Yes, so a Kimura, a suplex, and yelling suplex city bitch. No, uh, an F five. Oh, and the sh- and he's got his shoulder strike in the corner. Sure, that's pretty brutal. I don't know. None of that stuff bothers me. And Cena's got more than five now. He does the springboard stunner and he does weird shit. Yeah, I that stuff never bothers me because every single guy in the history of wrestling who's a top guy has the five moves or whatever. Like they all have it, and then with longer matches. Some guys would incorporate more stuff, like Bret Hart had the five moves of doom and would do more things. Flair has it, because why would you, ultimately, if you're really good and have signature things to do that get the crowd reacting and just part of it, like, there's all this other stuff in between, but the five signature things, sure, makes sense to me. Also, I mean, with Lesnar only having three moves, I've never been bored during a Lesnar match in the last four or five years since this sort of total resurgence i think i was only bored with one of the triple h ones the SummerSlam one one of them was a little weird but watching it like you watched it live i watched it on tv and i thought it was great yeah and then also like it seemed like he did even less on that first match back against john cena Mm -hmm. that that first one i feel like he did almost nothing this the SummerSlam one yeah 16 suplexes uh, was that no the no mercy the no way out one? It wasn't. Summer oh, his thing. first one. His back. first the one. Extreme back, rules one. The extreme rules one. That was awesome, mm-hmm. and he didn't do shit. But it was awesome. He's filling time because there's stuff like sitting up and laughing, and then Taker sitting up and laughing. I think, That's my favorite thing. Yeah, what's That's your my favorite favorite? Oh my god! What you're that, losing in Brock Lesnar move set, you're gaining in Brock Lesnar. Like yeah. he is doing so much more than he's ever done, mm-hmm. just in terms of the character and just sort of looking around and being a dick and just being this general weird monster. I used to joke with my friend a long time ago um, about Brock when he was a rookie because he's a gigantic meathead, but. I always called him camera savvy Brock because even in the very beginning, he was hitting that camera all the time and doing unusual weird things, much like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, where it's just you always, you couldn't turn away from the TV because he was always doing something. He was always in a good light or always at a good angle. And always filling in moments with not just I'm doing a move to the next move that a lot of guys truly, truly lack, Brock does. Uh I watched the ESPN video that Lesnar did where he's like, he just pretended to be ESPN security at the front gate. Pretended? 
he was doing it. Yeah. Uh, it was awesome. I forgot. Like, he's a great improviser, and he, like, <laughs> it's funny watching him laugh. It's funny watching Brock Lesnar making people laugh. <laughs> you mean laughing while shitting their pants? Well, like, he just... <laughs> oh, God, like, can you spell it? He just seems like... <laughs> he just seems like a really charismatic guy. Mm-hmm. And there's something out there. Like, one of these days, you're going to get to see him in a movie, and it's just going to be weird and awesome. He uh, seems like this really cool Midwestern guy. Like, yeah. I, I don't know how... Like, the sort of the Minnesota part of him, I feel like, is definitely... When you see him talk for a while, I'm like... Yeah, he's totally fucking ballsy, but there's also this sort of element of, I don't, I got it. Invincibility? I don't know. I feel like it's almost like he has respect for other people, even though he could eat them. I was going (laughs) to say it's a humbleness, but it's not that. It's just that like, yeah, I'm going to treat people the way I want to be treated. People have like have to earn it, but there's sort of a general sense of human decency for being this sort of amazing kind of like, yeah, he could eat you. He could literally bite through your spine. Right, it's it's the happy berserker. Yeah, no, he's not the, uh, in berserker mode. He's the barbarian with the big beard. He's like like the Olaf character in the bar. It's like we are drenched in the blood of our enemies, and I shall kill you tomorrow morning. Yeah. But tonight we shall dine and wine and whore. Uh, here's the check, and if you could keep it down, please. X. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what he is. Yeah, he's just like that. So, yeah, I'm not bothered by the small move set of stuff because every guy always incorporates more stuff. Yeah, and if their matches are stagnant, then yes, absolutely. Like, if, if you're watching shows and you're going, like, this guy's having the same match, then sure. And it's it may be cheap, but Lesnar's going to add in one move here or there and it's going to be fucking incredible because we haven't, because he's. Uh, he's he hasn't flooded the market with a weird moveset. Like or with his own appearance. Yeah, he can just do one thing, and if it's a little bit different, it's going to be like, whoa, did he just do... Like, I haven't seen him do a suplex in a while, like a straight standing suplex, mm-hmm. but if he just did a standing suplex and held up someone for 25 seconds, it's be like, oh yeah, I forgot. He is super strong. Well, it killed Bo Dallas on Raw. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh. They came out and had an amazing promo with Heyman talking, and then uh, Bo Dallas came out, and <laughs> Bo Dallas is dead. Oh. And the last time I remember Bo Dallas making a big splash like this was post WrestleMania when he interfered with Sting, and Sting showed back up on Raw. There was going to be this whole statue presentation, this bronze statue made of Seth Rollins holding both titles. We saw it in the back, but for some reason the U.S. title wasn't fully done, but everything else was done about it. But like the, all the the, uh, details the details wasn't in there uh and then lo and behold they lift the curtain sting and it's set the match is happening night of champions sting versus seth rollins for the wwe world heavyweight championship uh i'm excited about this scott i think it's gonna be really cool yeah he, I'm, seth rollins everything that he took everybody's going like oh ziggler's awesome seth just raised the bar of selling in every possible way for sting he was flying around like crazy. Yeah! Ooh, baby. That's because when it comes to the stinger, everybody knows you got to sell and sell hard because everybody's buying because we're in the middle of a financial collapse. Sting, you were, you were hiding under the coat rack under some coats. Yeah. Oh, the bat. Oh, taking the bat away from her throat. Sorry, a little too intense. Just you can say when it comes to the stinger, I'm a bit of a... Raw nerve. Yeah. Woo! Are you just going to be hiding under things all the time now? 
Yeah, if there's sandwiches, I'll be there. And if there's title ship matches, then I'll double be there. Title ship matches? Oh, yeah. Wait, you're it's on- the good ship title, and I'm on board. Eating sandwiches, eating your lunch, and making sure there's plenty of gold to go around, but to stop on these shoulders. Well, you were hiding under the curtain. Now you're hiding under a coat rack, and the, the the first little bit of your makeup on your forehead seems to be... Oh, is the latex coming off? Yeah, it's coming Ooh, off. Feel- yeah, yeah, yeah. Feels like the latex is coming off. Yeah, like right Feels like it's coming off. Is, is that is that sweat? Is that... Uh, well, I guess when you put it up so far on my head, it gets a little bit too weighty and it comes down. And I'm sweating underneath these lights. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that we just want it really well lit in here. You put it, Why are you putting the bat to your eyeball? I just want to know what it feels like. Oh, oh okay. Intense. <laughs> it is intense. You are now, you've been sitting on the side all this time. Everybody's thinking you're going to fight The Undertaker. Everybody, after Triple H, everything that happened... Now you're going after the WWE title against Seth Rollins. Start at the top. Make sure nobody knows where the programming can go. Okay. Uh, if you, Let's just say uh, a what if. What if you don't beat Seth Rollins? Who do you go after then? Seth Rollins for that United States Championship. <laughs> really? You're just going to go after the other one? Look, I've got a very soft spot in my heart for that United States Championship. Because I, I think you'll know... I saw it in WCW. You saw it? I you, saw it plenty you, of times. Did you hold it? Maybe. <laughs> Don't you remember? Why wouldn't I remember? I Well, that's what I'm wondering. Did you hold it in WCW? Of course I held it, but I was wearing gloves. <laughs> okay. Um... So, if you don't win the WWE Championship from Seth Rollins, you're going to go after the United States Championship from Seth Rollins. Look, Perry Saturn isn't around with the European Championship, so where else am I going to go? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I guess I do. Um, uh, do you and Perry Saturn have a relationship? Hey, look, I've met him before. <laughs> right, are you friends? No, I wouldn't say we're friends. Acquaintances? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'd say hi to him. Oh, okay. Like if we were in a hallway? Yeah. Maybe not if we went, like worked in the same office building because we keep passing each other. I mean, how many times can you say hi to somebody? Uh, in a day? Well, Hulk Hogan's trying to say hi to me all the time, and I don't even make eye contact with that guy anymore. Oh, yeah. That's good to stay away from that. You want to fight for the title. Stay away from Hulk Hogan. Mm. Can I ask you something? Do you want to? Yeah. Do it. What happened to the bronze statue? Oh, the bronze statue of Seth Rollins? Yeah. They're still working on it. What you actually saw was a clay mold that had been painted bronze that they're actually going to use for the bronze pour later on. Okay, so they had it backstage. They were going to take it to the ring, but then you were there instead. Where did it go? I was a convenient distraction so they could get that clay statue back to the metallurgists. (laughs) Oh, okay. I didn't know that. All right, so... That's cleared up. Bronze is a tricky metal to work with. You can either be using a pressure sand to fill with the hot metal from a crucible, or you can do a wax mold in the same kind of pressure sand and pour the molten into that, therefore melting out the wax and having that spill out of one of your many vent holes. Have you thought about doing a YouTube show where you just talk about how statues are made? I thought about it, but WWE said, don't do it. We want to put your DVD out. Oh, okay. Okay, 
You've never It's held... a proprietary software that people use for digital video discs, Scott. I'm aware. It's we're... soon going to be obsolete with the use of Blu-ray as well as several video sharing services over the cloud. I'm aware. We're surrounded by DVDs in this recording studio right now. I thought those were CD-ROMs. No, no, no. That's pump up the volume on DVD right there. Oh, wow. You mean I can't listen to that in my car? No, no. I think it would make a, a lot of screeching and terrible noises. Well, that's better than what my Jeep chair he sounds like already all right you never held the wwe championship no no i held it on monday briefly right but that's i not touched a, it but uh, of course i was wearing gloves that's not a title victory though no never, it was not a title you victory. never won it i did not win it do you think if you win it you'll get your own statue maybe what would you like your statue made out of hmm i always want to say cheese <laughs> but that may be uncomfortable for those hot connecticut summers can i ask what hairdo you would want on the statue i want classic sting white face paint joker sting makeup and i want the old rocker blonde <laughs> blade runner style oh so you want a mashup okay. i want a straight up mashup that recognizes my entire career including that of tna yeah oh yeah baby is it weird that um as tom anstey had pointed out on on twitter that on monday night raw Three TNA Hall of Famers were at Raw. You and the Dudley Boys? Well, honestly, you could consider the Dudley Boys just one because they entered as a tag team, correct? Well, sure. I think they got two plaques, though. They don't live together in bunk beds. Well, if they had to share a plaque, that'd be a little interesting. I would love to see the Dudley Boys show of them living with bunk beds. (laughs) Living with bunk beds? That's what it's called. (laughs) I see. Um... It's an amazing time that we live in, Scott. Right. I couldn't even begin to imagine a world in which people could go to TNA and then go to WWE without horrible repercussions. I mean, can you imagine? Can you imagine the acceptance of star power that it takes? How big someone has to be to go from TNA to WWE? It's incredible, baby. It is incredible. And you're actually fighting for the title. That's what's shocking to me. Yes, a part of WWE history in the making. Do you think you're going to win? No. <laughs> uh, well, that's sad to hear. We're kind of hoping you would win. But Oh, I'd love to win, but come on. What could they do with that? Dude, <laughs> there's nothing they could do with there's that? There's really nothing they could do with that. Really? Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love to have my rematch with Dolph Ziggler on Monday Night Raw the night afterwards. Your rematch? Or his rematch. Did you guys have a, a house show match somewhere? He's invoking his claws whenever he needs to. <laughs> what match did you guys have and where? Oh, not with me, just in terms of the championship in general. Oh, I see. Okay. it's Well, you made it sound like you guys had a match one time before. Shh. Why? Why? Don't tell anybody, but Dolph Ziggler stole my haircut. He's... What? Think about it. Slicked back. Oddly long, not sure where his forehead stops. Interesting. I didn't know this. Oh. Everybody looks up to me when I'm standing on a chair. What? Think about it. I am, and that's why I said what. Sting, it's it's always a treat having you around. It really, sometimes you really get my head going. Sometimes you really get the wheels turning in a way that I'm a little confused as to what you're saying. Hey, you're welcome, buddy. Look, I gotta get back to Connecticut because we have a couple writing meetings so they can somehow break the news to me that I'm not gonna win. But good luck with getting your Red Wings. I'll see you around. Oh, no, no. Why do you... No, no. Oh, Scott, now you have to get them. I don't... I don't want 
It's not a point of pride to me. I'm sorry, but Stinger said. That's gross. You gotta join the wolf pack, buddy. Oh, God. Is that what the wolf pack consisted of? Them just getting. NWO. Oh, so the black and white. New World Order. Black and white was what? Just just straight up. Just vanilla sex. Just straightforward, (sighs) unassuming vanilla sex. I like that. That's what I like. I want to be part of the, the black and white. I hey. don't want to be part of the... Wait, what's the it's LWO a, then? Look, buddy. What's I Latino? Don't <laughs> oh, man. It's not just black and white anymore. It's a multitude of grays. I'm sure the next guest that Tom Ancy will get will make fun of me not having my red wings. Well, now you're just asking for it. <laughs> no, I don't want it. <laughs> I don't want it. Oh, man. Uh, Wrestling Compadre Slamcast available on iTunes, Podcast One, and YouTube.com, and iTunes... Everything. It's available everywhere. YouTube everywhere. Uh, go check that out uh, this week. Uh, Pretty Peter Avalon from Championship Wrestling from Hollywood and Norv Furnham uh, from TNA. He was on the podcast this week. That was a lot of fun to talk to him. 16-Bits podcast that I do with Josh Callahan. Video games and funny. This week we plan on seeing Agent 47. Ooh. Um, and uh, talking about that, uh, that's the Hitman movie. That's written by Skip Woods, the r- guy who wrote the original Hitman movie. Really? Yeah. A screenwriter I'm not impressed by. Ooh. Cutting words by Steve Sears. No, but the first Hitman was so rough, and Swordfish was so fucking bizarre. And not in a fun, weird way. Yeah, but Dan Bacadol's in this one. Yeah, that is the coolest part. And he will be on the show at some point. I've talked to him to Dan about this and Dan Backadall is the guy who's interrogating Agent Forty Seven in the office with the Marines. Yeah, in the trailer you can see him there. And he's in a upcoming WWE movie. He's in tons of stuff. He's, he's on a new sitcom, he's on Veep, he's on uh, Right, right. But just the, the, the relevance to this show is just like he's in a WWE. Oh yeah, movie. I got it. I totally I don't, I, I don't didn't know, get it, but now I get it. I don't know what's gonna happen with that movie because Hulk Hogan's in it. Ooh. So I'm really worried about what... Maybe they're, they're just, just going to digitally it. cut him out of the movie. <laughs> Maybe. Or they'll put the Curtis Axe all over it. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know. But Dan's in it, and I'm very excited for him. Um, so we're going to be talking about that this week, and that should be a really good time. So listen to that on 16bitspodcast.com and also on iTunes as well. Steve, any update on the movie? Anything yeah, else? it's coming along. All right. Uh, any? Are they going to make uh, t-shirts and movie posters? Is there marketing talk? Uh... Maybe I'm pushing for to get a trailer sooner than later because I think it's going to be easier to sell it in the long run because sure. you can't get someone to watch a 90 minute movie just for the hell of it. Sure, like it's better if you can show them. Yeah, you like, got some hype and you. Yeah, you got to play the hype game before yeah. you give them the match. Yeah, that makes that's sense. a fuck. That is some good wrestle talk right there. Boom! You nailed it, buddy. Yeah, thank you. And thank you to Tom. I think you should have a podcast. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you to Tom Anstey from Wrestling Memes for getting us that interview with Robbie E. And thank you to Robbie E. You, you swell guy. Son of a bitch. <laughs> you swell guy. Cold hearted bastard. Uh, and so for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. You've just listened to another episode of Curtain Jerks. Oh, this is the time where you get all ten of your fingers. They've been uh, itching and ready to go this whole time. You're like, I- I'm going to wait to do this at the end of the I'm podcast. I'm going to wait till the episode's done, and then I'm going to use these things. These things I call hands. Yeah, these things I call hands. Uh, not these biceps and glutes that uh, God has given me. But, but activate them, too, so you can have a full use of your hands. Yeah, uh, clench up them butt cheeks when you go to soundcloud.com slash curtain jerks. Follow us. 
like the episode. Comment. Tw- uh, comment during. It. You could. You should have been commenting during this episode. You can go and comment during other episodes because I'm sure you have all the time code marked in your head. Don't you hear the sounds that our voices make? You can comment on the weird noises we make. You can make weird noises of your own. You can write it down and make other people make weird noises by reading it. Yeah, it's it's very interactive. You go on there. You can comment during your favorite parts of the show. You can comment during the parts of your show that you're like, oh, that was uh, quotable. And then you put it in quotes and you stick it up there. And if you're an aesthetics person, orange accents. Right? Orange is the new black, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be dated. <laughs> no way. No Jason way. Biggs. Jason Biggs. WCW champion if there is still around. Yeah, that's how it works. So it's the Orange is the new black WCW crossover. Jason Biggs is the new championship. That belt's almost as big as his head. It is, and even bigger than that is YouTube. I don't know if you guys have heard about this. It's pretty big. It's a big deal. It's videos online. You can watch pictures of cats moving. Mm-hmm. And you can watch Steve act like a cat on YouTube.com slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. You can see our predictions videos on there. You can see uh, our wrestler pronunciation manuals on there, our prediction videos. Uh, did I say that twice? <laughs> Meow. <laughs> <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, so it's all there, available for you. We've uh, got some new videos ideas. Videos ideas. Oh, this one's being thrown away. <laughs> oh, it'll get chopped up. Or it'll stay exactly the same. It'll be at the end of every episode until the end of time. Oh, please <laughs> throw that meteor down quick. <laughs> receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.